Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast it's the NFL podcast and uh, we've got no guests but that's okay because you've got the two best NFL podcast hosts manning this podcast and bringing you everything you need. News, predictions, stats, everything. So don't you worry. If you check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud or even iTunes, you can subscribe to all of them. In fact, you should subscribe to all of them. It's a big help to us, it's a big help to the channel, and it gets uh, gets more lovely content flowing. So, here we go. This is CookieCast. Laces out. Recording in progress. Well, there you go. It's a surprise to me. I don't know about you. Uh, audio listeners, you're going to be horrifically disappointed this week because, and this is not this is not through anybody's fault, other than the would be guests. Uh, no guests this week on the NFL uh, football podcast. Uh, do you need guests when you've got two of the? <laughs> I don't want to say goats of NFL podcasting, but if I don't, somebody else is going to. So you know, um, <clears throat> guests are just like, are just like little little sprinklings on the top of a of a decadent dessert. Um, so you know, podcast I, Sunday, if you will, absolutely. Which could always turn into podcast after dark if you're doing it right. Um, I am here, and the voice you also heard or saw is uh, the ever-present co-host of uh, the Laces Out podcast, Paul Williams. Uh, I need, I need to, I need to stop sitting in this chair because I've started doing this. I look like a crazy person. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make a conscious effort to stop. So let's see how long that lasts. Um, we've got uh, picks, predictions, and all of those lovely things in between. We've got stats. Uh, one one thing that's nice about the stats mistress being uh, out for the season with a with a, a horrific injury is. Nothing but time on her hands, aren't she? So the stats were the stats were prompt this morning, <laughs> very prompt. Um, so we've got stats, and then obviously we need to talk about the upcoming games. Um, maybe maybe we'll mention the the fantasy football this week for one reason or another. Um, so yeah. So, where would you like to start? Well, obviously, as, as discussed at the, uh, the at the beginning of the podcast, there is uh, sadly no third. There's no third wheel, or even fourth wheel, on this particular uh, no. week's broadcast. As um, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to. We didn't have the uh, didn't have the budget. We'll go. We'll go with that. 
We weren't we were, we were able to uh, secure enough space Let's, for the budget. The, the salary cap was uh, was gone long ago. Uh, let's put it this way. I looked at who our opponents were this week and I went, nope. And that was the end of that. So uh, so the, the Sinbin uh, bench is uh, being truly warmed. And uh, yeah, our, our other opponent has been like, don't don't call me. I'm probably not going to call you. So uh, you know, we we have to move on as best we can. What what's, what is it? Adapt and overcome. Absolutely. We did. Uh, we did flash the bat signal, and we nearly got uh, a Batman to replace this week's guests. Um, but sadly, Gotham needed him, and uh, he uh, he had to go and attend to. Uh, a super villain type situation. It's very true. It's very true. He did. Said said person did actually offer some uh, some picks um, in lieu of a guest appearance on said podcast, but we found a bit of a formula now when there's no guest. I thought you were about to say we found a fall guy when there's no guest. I was like, I mean. She she probably wouldn't be she probably wouldn't appreciate being called a fall guy, but yeah, in the uh, in the event of the weeks where we're not able to secure uh, a rogue third, we uh, we have the um, as as always beautiful selections by the beautiful uh, guest. May I add? So yes, uh, this week's uh, this week's guest prediction will be coming from the lovely. Amy Brinton, in her much ballyhooed knowledge of all things NFL, or specifically 31 teams and then the Washington football team that she loves so dearly. So, can't wait to uh, see which team she's selected in their game this week. So, I'm, I'm working on the, on the <laughs> Yeah, I'm working on the principle that uh, this is just an interlude to when she uh, actually uh, straps on those podcast pants and gets uh, gets gets stuck in when when your seat when your one seat turns into a two seat at your end. Um, well, what I might do is I'm going to wait until the week that I know they're on the bar. And then we can get her on because she won't have to sort of get all pissed off and stuff when she has to uh, hear their names spoken. But I was going to say that she was going to turn up dressed in uh, a, a particular outfit and then realise that you can't say that anymore. So uh, I, I pulled the ripcord on that one real real quick. I was like, ah, let's move. So let's find out what last week looked like. Week seven... Of the NFL 2021 season. Uh, picks were made. Predictions were made. Um, games were played. So. Obviously no guest. Therefore no season long picks. No. Either at Super Bowl or MVP. So we dive straight into last week's games. As Mr Cook has just alluded to there. So. There were six teams on the bye this week. Therefore, there was only 13 games in total. Indeed. 13 points up for grabs. In joint, second place, slash last place, if you want to look at it, glass half empty, I suppose, with nine 
Our 13 selections okay. correct. Not bad. Not bad. There's a, a more than respectable score. Um, it was the guest, Mr. Matthew Tootie's Herlihy. But which one of me and Andy was it that also missed out on a tenth point? It's going to be me. It's always me. He is grimacing, ladies and gentlemen, and unfortunately for him, it was indeed <sighs> Mr. Andrew Cook with nine out of 13 selections. <sighs> now, interestingly, you didn't both get the same four wrong. Wow. You did both select the 49ers over the Colts, which we all got wrong. The Ravens over the Bengals, <laughs> which we all got wrong, and I'm pretty sure we won't have been the only ones. Nope. We also select we all also selected the Panthers to beat the Giants, which we were very wrong about. Mm. However, that was the end of my errors of judgment. Whereas unfortunately Andy picked the Chiefs to beat the Titans. Shit. And Matthew chose the Broncos to beat the Browns. Mm. Unfortunately came meant that you boys came up a cropper and uh, I Whilst, uh, whilst only getting three incorrect, managed to steal or obtain secure. another point. In the, uh, secure. That's exactly the word I was looking for, Mr. Cook. I have secured a tenth point in the week, giving me the one point in the overall standings, which means that for the season as a running total, the guest is on one point. Mr. Cook is on one and a half points, and I am out in the lead on four and a half points. I mean, I mean it's it's quite ridiculous at this point in time. It, it, it's starting to shape up like a an uncatchable lead, and that's. I don't. I don't want to sort of be that guy, but it's starting to look a little bit NFC Easty with yeah. the Cowboys. Couple of couple of games out in front of the others, the other stragglers. Yeah. But you know what? They're still. I can't do the maths that quick. It's seven, eight, eight, eleven weeks left. Because it yeah. normally would be seventeen weeks. Yeah, but it's eighteen. This, this year there'll be eighteen weeks with the extra game. Indeed. So we've still got eleven weeks worth of picks to play to to, to play for. It's it's wide open from a, from a predictions perspective. But it is nice to be sat there with a, a three-point gap. I'm not going to lie. Well, there we go. That is not what I was looking for. Not ideal. But, you know, just make just makes me try harder each week. Um, obviously, you mentioned uh, a couple of those games. Uh, that uh, that Bengals Ravens game was insanity. Uh, you've got the the Giants that have decided to start some uh, some would call trickery, some would say tomfoolery, um, making uh, making their quarterback an active receiver, uh, things like that. Uh, I mean, Brown, Browns Broncos, it was a bit like pff, flip a coin in some ways. Um, pretty sure I put Baker on the bench. Um, oh, well, that, that leads nicely into talking about uh, some fantasy football. 
Um, you'll appreciate this. I've, I've, I've decided to dub my uh, my fantasy team the uh, the Middlesbrough of fantasy football uh, because apparently when uh, when my team my my awful team goes up against like top tier fantasy teams, apparently, uh, apparently I can pull it out of the bag. Uh, Interesting. I managed to win, and I have no idea how because I went up against. I think it. I think when I checked last week, he was second in our league. I think there was a lot, I think there was a lot of teams on the same record. So I think if he was second, he was joint second. Um, and I was. I was like, well, I'm gonna have to put like six backups in or something. Uh, and it was one of those. Went to bed. Yeah, we've got this one in the bag. And then woke up like, whoo, that was close. Uh, let's have a look at our standings. Uh, so he's joint fourth at this point in time with a lot of others. But I imagine, like I say, previous to that. Oh, at this point, I would like to throw out a big fat uh, well done to Mr. Rob Rafton on his joint first position and uh podcast favorite the the biggest friendliest giant in town the jfg joint first well done uh out one of our one of our no-show guests would be next uh paul did you ever win this week i certainly did andrew well What's, what's more, I, uh, I I broke the triple digit barrier, so I managed to post a hundred points for potentially the first week this season. Nice work. I'm very happy with that. Very happy. Um, I had one of those amazing weeks where I uh, managed to pull it out of the bag in the big league, in the uh, in the in the little league. Uh, I didn't even break fifty points. The stats mistress, who was my opponent, uh, doubled the points I had to uh, to win the week, which it's just one of those weeks. Like I say, uh, both both of my uh, fantasy teams were very much hit by uh, buys. Uh, you know, when you're dropping into your backups, who half of which are questionable, and you know, some are even injured and stuff. It's a bit like uh, I'll do the best I can, scramble to pick some people up, stuff like that. So, that there is the fantasy, and we know what happened in the games. So, we'd like to keep you people updated with uh, some stats. Stats. There are, there are two sporting giants that love stats. One is the NFL, the other is the WWE. Uh, we'll get to them next week but right now we're talking about the first one we've got lovely lovely stats uh, so that you don't have to sit and listen to my terrible voice for too long uh, we've split the stats as we like to do I like to share I like to share the love uh, and because I'm a, a giver I uh, I gave Paul the the lion's share one of those I say that I think the last stat I gave you might be uh, two lines might be like a, a few words. Uh, big shout out to the stats mistress for, like I say, getting uh, the stats to us promptly. But let's face it, what else has she got to do? Uh, this is <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, 
big big shout out to the stats mistress uh i believe that these are also brought to us by nate davis of usa today uh but correlated by the stats mistress into bite-sized chunks when i say bite-sized chunks first start of the week is freaking huge see i've had to wet my whistle before starting NFL Week 7 stats of the 2021 season. And our first stat is about everybody's favourite quarterback. <sighs> Valiant effort by the Detroit Lions quarterback Jared Goff, who hung tough against the Los Angeles Rams and ex-Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford before succumbing 28-19. Detroit led after three quarters recovering an onside kick and successfully executing a pair of fake punts. It was all for nothing as quarterback Jared Goff threw a killer interception to ex-teammate Jalen Ramsey in the end. Goff, two interceptions sacked twice Sunday, still hasn't won a game when not wearing a Rams uniform. He's also winless in the past 10 starts. Detroit are 0-7 for the fourth time in franchise history and the only team still in danger of going 0-17 in 2021. Uh, uh, we have talked at length about the, the staff situation, the Goff situation, the Lions, the Rams... I, I, I obviously, you know, you've got Red Zone on. Red Zone love to get all over the, the trick plays. The, oh my God, this is happening in this game. Check it out. And obviously for a big chunk of time, they just kept hitting that um, that Lion that Lion Rams game because it was, you know, it was all go. Like, like it's saying there, there was a lot of, lot of stuff going on. I know um, Goff had been quoted earlier in the week to say that he was very much uh, looking as you would be, to beat your previous team. Um, and, you know, going three quarters. Um, but, yeah, there is, as as has been the case for, I mean, many years at this point, there is something deeply wrong with the Lions. Um, so, obviously, we'll have to see what happens there. Second stat is... Uh, well, let's face it, it's the Arizona Cardinals. League's only undefeated team remains the Arizona Cardinals, 7-0 and for the second time in franchise history. The Cards knocked off the Houston Texans on Sunday in the first NFL game ever to end in 31-5. to Scorigami, as we were talking about last week, uh, Scott Hansen of Red Zone fame loves it, and I think we're sort of we're sort of getting getting into it. I think we love it as well. Obviously, week in week out, we have to have this stat. If the NFL playoffs started tomorrow, which they don't, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are five and two for the first time since twenty thirteen would be the AFC's number one seed. Week in, week out, 
I, I, you know, it, it keeps coming back to. Like, obviously, they they beat the Ravens. I enjoy watching the Ravens. I enjoy, you know, the whole, especially the Lamar Jackson era of the Ravens. I've always liked the Ravens for various different reasons. I was always a big uh, T Sizzle fan. Um, I, I can't get away from the fact that I really like Bengals football this year. I love the, the, the Joe Burrows Bengals combination. It's. It's it's good. I, I like it. I'm enjoying it. So although it was like that sort of downer watching the Ravens get beaten, it was also that simultaneous like I mean the Bengals are the Bengals are looking legit. So yeah. Speaking of the Bengals, Bengals wide receiver Lamar Chase caught eight passes for two hundred and one yards, most by an AFC player this year. In Sunday's 41-17 blowout of the Baltimore Ravens, who fell out of first place in the AFC North. Chase is the first player since the 1970 AFL to NFL merger, with at least 50 receiving yards in his first seven games. His 754 yards are most ever by a rookie through seven games. I mean, I think there was stats on top of stats on top of stats in in that stat. Have you just have you just done stat inception? Yes, it was a it was a a, a fourth wall inside a fourth wall break. That's like sixteen walls. Number five. Speaking of the Ravens, Ra- Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson lost to the Bengals. For the first time, previously 5-0, and and for the first time as a starter in October, previously 9-0, and Baltimore has allowed more than 500 yards twice in the past three weeks. Something may be going on. And my final stat for this week is this. Atlanta Falcons rookie Kyle Pitts, who we definitely didn't leave on the bench this week. Seven catches for 163 yards, and Cincinnati's CJ Azuma, three catches, 91 yards, two touchdowns, with the headlines on National Tight End Day. Shout out to, shout out to, to Zach Ertz, who played well. Three catches, 66 yards, and a touchdown in his Cardinals debut. Um, yeah, the the whole national tight end day. Yeah, yeah. I'm convinced it's a it's a joke, and they're mm. just sort of like they're just doing it to sort of like keep up with the banter. I don't, I don't know. It's 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 a very very strange. Very strange one, but I believe that is my cue to take over. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah, in the stats arena. So, meanwhile, in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady became the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 600 regular season touchdown passes in a 38 to 3 rout of the Chicago Bears. 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans caught Brady's milestone touchdown strike, but absent-mindedly tossed it into the stands. The Bucs equipment staff eventually recovered the keepsake pig, uh, pigskin. However, Brady's most important completion occurred when he gifted a Bucs hat to a young fan in the stands who had a sign signaling the quarterback helped him, bre- uh, helped him to beat brain cancer. The greatest of all time, indeed. Pretty cool. Is what it it's one of those things I'm very, I'm very much aware that um, Tom Brady has a lot of charities, does a, does a lot for charity, and a lot of those charities do some what is nothing short of amazing work, um, like like a lot of charities do. But what I can say is this: I hear a lot more about the charities that Tom Brady supports than I hear about a lot of other charities. So he's obviously, you know, he's obviously doing something, you know that. That young lad was a young lad, and to be able to say thanks to you, I'm here now. It's a massive thing. Yeah, so you know you got to give it up for the for the Tomper. Mm. He's uh, he's not he's not well liked for his uh, for his football based shenanigans, but he uh, definitely should be celebrated for his. Um, entrepreneurial sort of want outside of the football realm because like I say he's definitely uh, he definitely gives back in a very big way so congratulations to him for that we carry on with the top five teams in the NFC the Cardinals the Buccaneers the Packers the Cowboys and the the Los Angeles Rams have a combined four losses None of which of those teams have two losses. It's going to be a dogfight to the end to get that number one playoff seed, and with it, the one by. I mean, that wow. is bonkers stat. That is insane. It is. <laughs> it is, but after that, the drop off is quite severe. Yeah, I think you've maybe got the you've maybe got the Saints who are sort of four and three. After that, and then it's 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 not great. It's not great viewing. No. Obviously, you've got the NFC least, where the Cowboys are the only one who have who only won, who won, lost one game. Yeah, it's uh, it's not pretty. <laughs> um, the Kansas City Chiefs are three and four for the ninth time during the Super Bowl era. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes has to be wondering which way's up, especially after he got folded like a lawn chair while getting knocked out of Sunday's 27-3 loss to the Tennessee Titans. The 2018 MVP has now thrown an interception in six straight games for the first time in his career, and also experienced his first 27-point deficit in the NFL. Mahomes, who entered Week 7 with an NFL-high 18 touchdown passes, was shot out through the air for the fourth time in his career, and first in the past 32 regular season games. I know, I know, I know. We keep coming back to this. I know we hammered it home a lot last week, and I know that um, it, it you can't escape it though. Something is seriously wrong in Kansas City. Now, I will say this: and this this probably won't go over all that well. I did see something on the NFL on one of the NFL pages this week, and I was crying 
and it, it just said across the top, Patrick Mahomes has never been the same since this photograph. And it was his engagement picture. <laughs> and I looked at it and I went, wow. You're right, you know. straight past that one uh, <laughs> meanwhile the Titans look legit proving they can win convincingly even when MVP candidate Derek Henry only 86 rushing yards had a, had a relatively quiet day although King Henry did throw his first regular season touchdown pass on Sunday yep second year Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungabailoa now has seven interceptions in his last five starts. He had two in his first nine NFL appearances, including two Sunday as his team continued its death spiral to one and six. Tugawilo did have a career best four touchdown passes in Sunday's loss to the Falcons, but don't expect those Deshaun Watson trade rumours to dissipate until after the November 2nd trade deadline has passed. What's that put us at? That's Tuesday next week. Yeah, I, I saw stuff talking about the Deshaun Watson stuff, saying why any team would consider trading for him at this point in time with everything that's going on. It's just it's insanity. It, it really is when you consider that what what the Texans would be expecting to get to give him up. You'd imagine it's going to be first round picks. Excuse me. Plural, yeah. You're not you're not exactly going to get in for like a late sixth round sort of selection. Are you? It's it's going to be a high price, and it's going to be multiple. But then what? But then what? To to literally stick him on the bench? Well, I suppose the argument is that he's. I don't think he's been banned from playing. No, nope. I think he's still eligible to play. I believe the so. Texans are just, the Texans are just refusing to play. Yeah. So, what that means, but I, I, I'd be very surprised if a team trades for him, given what they're going to have to give up. And it's listen, obviously innocent until proven guilty. I get all that and stuff like that, but it's not a great look for a team to be trading for a guy using an active, ongoing investigation into like you know potential sexual misconduct yeah, and stuff absolutely. like that. It's it's not it's not something that you want to burden your franchise with the potential to have to answer that question. Oh. And stuff like that. So it, it's one of those situations where for both the player and the league it's something that needs to be sorted sooner rather than later. And the sort of the investigation just needs to be it just needs to be done now. Yeah. It needs it needs to be it needs to be done, finished. He's either he's either guilty or he's not guilty and he should be allowed to either play football again if he isn't guilty if he's if he's not guilty. But if he is found guilty then he needs to face the consequences of it basically. And it's something that it needs clearing up so that the, the Texans can move on fully. Um and any other team that was thinking of trading for him, such as the like the Dolphins potentially the Broncos potentially, they can move on with their with their sort of their franchises or that. But yep. fingers crossed, it'll get sorted uh, within the next couple of weeks. But I wouldn't be holding out any hope. No. Last two 
stats to go through this week. So, congrats to former Orlando Apollos, whoever they are. Congratulations to former Orlando Apollos star, the Ernest Johnson. Despite being listed as running back four on Cleveland's official depth chart, his first NFL start was a memorable one, and one that he'll never forget. After Johnson racked up 168 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown in the Browns' 17-14 victory over the Denver Broncos. Despite injuries to Cleveland quarterback Baker Mayfield and top running backs Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, the Browns' loaded roster is still perfectly capable of keeping them afloat until reinforcements arrive. I did, see, I did see a few bits of that as I, was, I tried to stay up and watch the game. Obviously, because we're in the UK, it was at about 2, 3 in the morning and I was a little bit tired. So, unfortunately, I didn't see. I didn't stay up for the full game, but I saw most of it. I'd say, uh, and yeah, he uh, fair play to the lad. He, he's coming in a difficult spot where you've got to take over from arguably the best running back tandem in the league in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yeah, uh, and he uh, he certainly didn't disappoint. Uh, and then finally, this isn't really a stat as much. It's just a. Uh, sort of an end of a streak, so to speak. But this was the first week this season where no games required overtime. No overtime. The, the 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 week is the week the week streak is snapped at six. Good. Got it. So there we go. That is the stats done. The, the picks and all of that done from last week. We talked fantasy. I think we can basically close the book on week seven. The history book is closed. There we go. All that leaves us is to look towards week eight. We can look forward to week eight. Obviously, we'll we you know we're in buy season now, so we'll still be dealing with the buys. Um, obviously that affects things like people's fantasy teams uh, as 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 I can attest to last week um, so you know if you're a fantasy football player and you haven't checked your bye weeks yet do so immediately just in case um, I know for a fact that I have sent my picks in and as covered at the top of the uh, episode uh, we have Guest picks. So, Paul, how are the picks shaping up this week? Well, as Andy said, obviously we've hit the buys. So there were six teams on by last week. There are two teams on by this week. It's just the Baltimore Ravens and the Oakland... Apologies, the Las Vegas Raiders that are on the, uh, the buy this week. Therefore... 15 games left to pick from. We start with... I don't even think it's arguably... I think it I think it basically is game of the week on the Thursday night football. It's a doozy. It's the Green Bay Packers travelling to the only undefeated team in the NFL. It is the Arizona Cardinals. And what a game it's going to be. Obviously, the Packers on the road... Maybe not as strong as they are at home, but... Still a formidable force, no matter what the uh, what the location, what the uh, what the situation is. 
it's in it's indoors in Arizona, so they won't have to deal with the with the sort of the the no elements, elements like to deal with. No. So it's a dome stadium. It's uh, conditions are all sort of pre predetermined and things like that. So there's two people who believe the Cardinals will maintain their undefeated streak and pin another loss onto the Packers. This one guy. of those people is one of those people is pointing at himself right now. This guy is definitely one of them. You are one of them. The other one is guest predictor for this week, Miss Amy Brinton. She has also picked the Cardinals to carry on their running their, their winning streak. I, however, have gone with the Packers because if we if we journey back to week one of this particular season's NFL podcast, uh, my Super Bowl prediction for this particular season is the Green Bay Packers versus the Buffalo Bills. So. Can't be, I can't be ditching the boys now, can I? I can't be, uh, you know, saying that when the going gets tough, the tough run off to Arizona and have a little cry. The tough, the tough pick the Arizona Cardinal. <laughs> exactly. So, I just think that there's been holes that have been picked at to a certain degree in the Cardinals game. So, I think a team like the Packers could exploit. And this is the thing. I, I hate to say it. But it needs saying. Cardinals aren't going undefeated. It's, it's that simple. There are holes in that team. They they managed to you know they managed to work with what they've got and get those wins. But they're not going to go undefeated. They are going to come a cropper at some point. If there was ever a time for that to happen, going up against the Green Bay Packers, absolutely a point in time. I. I looked at this game and it was one of the tougher games to pick. And I looked at Absolutely. it and I was like, i got to go with the Cardinals purely because of the streak. And at this point in time, I'd rather, I'd rather go with the streak than work on the principle that at some point they're going to lose a game. And like I say, this could easily be that game. Well, there's, there's the saying like, to like ride the hot hand and stuff like that, and it, it, I cannot, I, I won't be surprised if I won't be surprised if the game goes either way. Yeah. Personally, it's, yeah. it's definitely one of those fifty-fifty shots for me. But I just think that the um, obviously the Packers are on a five-game winning streak. They lost the first, they lost the first game, didn't they? Yeah, they lost against um, the Saints. Saints game one in Jacksonville, no less. Because obviously New Orleans yeah. was uh, affected by the, uh, yeah. the hurricane. Yeah, that was it. Going. So, lost the first game, but then they've won the next six. So, are, are they on bye at some point? Either way, they've, they've not lost since we won. I just, I, yeah, I just I just think that it's, it's one of those games where Aaron Rodgers will just cook something up. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty know, sure they're one and... Make JJ look a, bit, a little bit silly. I'm pretty sure they're six and one. Um, and, and they lost the first game because there was all that controversy around whether Rodgers had done it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, clearly that not the case six games later, but you know. So that's our Thursday night football offering. Mm. We then move on to the Saturday 5pm games, if you're over here in the UK, as our clocks go back on Saturday evening, whereas the uh, 
the clocks in the States don't go back until the following week. So we benefit from the extra hour by uh, not having to stay up as late to watch our uh, beloved uh, American hand egg games. So at 5pm this coming Sunday, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers travelling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. And this is the first, which I was a bit surprised at, of our consensus picks. We've all gone for the Browns to get the result here. Now, could be big that it's in Cleveland, but they're still not full strength. Obviously, they're going to be missing um, Kareem Hunt, as he's designated to uh, he's an IR for at least three weeks. Um, I, just no th- I just think the Steelers are another one of those teams where they've been hit with a little bit of injury. Uh, I believe is is TJ still out? No, TJ. So TJ Watt was definitely back in for the game. Juju, last week. Juju out <laughs> for the season. Juju's done for the season, but TJ TJ Watt was definitely back in. Right. Um, so, but Juju's gone, and obviously we've got this. I mean, let's face it. You don't know what Roethlisberger is going to do one minute to the next. Is he going to throw an interception? Is he going to throw it down the field? Who knows? It's very true. It's very true. But yes, we've all gone for the consensus pick of the Browns. Uh, next up, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals going to New York to take on the Jets. I don't think we need to get into who we picked there. Jets all the way. Um, of course. Go Jets. We then have the Tennessee Titans travelling with a... Division game? Yeah, division game to take on the Indianapolis Colts. I was a little bit surprised in this one in that there was no one that picked the Colts even though they were on a little bit of a run at it. We've all gone for the Titans, I'm assuming that's just because of uh, Derek Henry being an absolute a, beast. Bit of, a bit of a beast. Yeah, absolutely. But, again, that's that's another game where I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts pulled something out there because oh, absolutely. It's, a divisional, absolutely. it's a divisional game, they're at home, they've, yeah. they've hit a bit of form. Who knows? Who knows? It, 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 could, it could go either way. It could go either way. One game that probably won't go either way is our next game, which is the LA Rams travelling to Houston to take on the Texans. No, it's not going to go either way, is it? Yeah, this is this is one of those games where you can file under if they keep it under twenty points difference, the Texans have done well for me. Um, next up, we've got a um, we've got a difference in opinion game. So we have the Philadelphia Eagles travelling to Detroit to take on the Lions. Now, Mister Cook sees something he likes in the Eagles, whereas both myself and Miss Brinton. I've picked this as the week when Jared Goff gets that first win, gets that elusive win. They're at home. The Eagles are very, very poor. I can't see the Lions going all season without a without a win. So, yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Lions fans, get your uh, get your money on the uh, get your money on the boys. They'll, uh, they'll bring the bacon home this weekend. Next up, we have the out-of-sorts San Francisco 49ers travelling to Chicago to take on the Bears. The Bears. And this is a similar one. So, 
Andy has gone for the 49ers to snap their little losing streak they've got going at the minute. Uh, whereas both myself and Amy have picked the Bears. I just, so, uh, I just don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what's going on with the Bears. They've got like, you know, they've got the the rookie quarterback situation going on. Uh, Justin Fields. Um, I don't know. I I think they've sort of made a bit of a rod for their own back, really, by saying that Fields is the is the starter moving forward until something else happens, because obviously they're, they're painting themselves into a bit of a corner there by by saying that. Whereas obviously you've got Andy Dalton. He's not an elite level quarterback by by any means, but he's a good steady hand, and he'll sort of he'll be able to. He's the sort of player that I'd imagine will be able to drag a team through a game. Whereas yeah. Justin Fields, he just looked like he was. He just looked like he was getting beaten up by the books on the side. Yeah, he, he looked. He looked out he of his element. Um, yeah, he really, really struggled. It's going to happen, isn't it? So I just think I just think the um, I think the Bears should have enough just about to get over the line on that one. Uh, next up, we have the. Just the crumbling Carolina Panthers travelling to Atlanta for another division game to take on the Falcons. Um, now, both myself and Andy have gone with the Falcons to keep the uh, keep the run going here because they've sort of gone from being not dead and buried by any means, but a little bit. Mm, the season looked like it was uh, petering out a little bit there, but they've, they've managed to. String a couple of wins together. It's not looking as bad anymore. Any bad? So I think they should uh, carry on that winning streak. So that. Whereas Amy's gone for the Panthers to uh, just you know pick up and uh, get get their season back on back on track and stuff like that. Uh, what have we got next? Oh dear. Next up, we uh, we've got another division game and. Um, Miami Dolphins and you just lost six on the spin where's where's one of the last places you want to be going right now I mean I probably wouldn't want to be going up against like the Buccaneers maybe uh, maybe a nice trip to uh, nice, uh, nice and temperate Buffalo I wouldn't want to go up against the Bills either no, you certainly would, would you? So, no. so that's uh, that's going to be a thumping Bills win this weekend. Then, uh, next up, we have the New England Patriots going up against the Los Angeles Chargers. Again, both myself and Andy have, uh, have picked the Chargers one. Back off the bye, refreshed, ready to rock and roll. Whereas uh, Amy has picked the Patriots to carry on. Their, they had a very impressive win. Granted, it was against the Jets, but still. You put 50 points on the board, you've got to be a pretty decent team to do that. So, uh, I mean, you know, it, anytime anybody plays the Jets, it's basically a freebie. True. I, I, I would imagine the Chargers will have enough to win that oh, game. Absolutely. There's, there's been times this season where, like, obviously the game against the Ravens where they, they just got shut down. It could happen again. It could happen again, you know. But like, Chargers are at home, so 
should really uh, should really have enough to take care of business now. Yeah. Next up, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Fairly straightforward pick for myself and Andy. We've gone for the Seahawks, whereas uh, Amy fancies the Jaguars to get another uh, another win on the uh, on the old sketch. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, next up, it is the Washington Football Team against the Denver Broncos. We already know what Amy's picked <laughs> just from life. Um, both myself and Andrew agree with her, though. We have also gone for the Denver Broncos to get the win on that one. That's more the fact that I think the Broncos are less shit than Washington. Just about. As, as unconvincing as that is as a pick, that is literally all I've based it on. What about you? Yeah, literally. I was like, which of these is the least bad out of the two? <laughs> Probably the Broncos, I guess. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, last three games of the week, we have. Oh, this is a this is a tasty one. To be fair, um, so we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travelling to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Now, obviously, Andy's riding with the same the same reason that I've picked the Packers to beat the Cardinals. Andy's gone with the Bucks to get the win here because obviously he's picked them to go to the dance. So he's not going to change that pick now, is he? He's got to throw all his weight behind him. Whereas both me and Amy have picked the Saints to get the win here. I just think at home, they might have enough. Alvin Kamara started to look good. He's, uh, he's, he's back sort of, I think he had over 100 yards receiving on Monday night. Um, so he's, he's picking up in the receiving game as well as the run game. Um, I, I just think he'll... Uh, They'll have enough there to um, to take the books down. Andy definitely not convinced there, is he? So I'm more baffled than anything. And it's the point that apart from the playoff game last season, the Saints have owned the books over the last like four or five years. So watch this space anyway. Watch this yeah. space. Okay. Uh, we move to the Sunday night football. This will be at about 12pm, about midnight in uh, in the UK. So it would be 12am, wouldn't it? 12pm is, is midday. Um, with the time difference. So we have the Dallas Cowboys going up against the Minnesota Vikings, both coming off the bye. Both myself and Andy have made the sensible pick of going for the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Whereas Amy, uh, Amy sees something in the Vikings, apparently. Must be all that Kirk Cousins love she's got. And then, closing out the week, it's the Monday Night Football. And I don't know what I don't know what the Giants did to deserve this, but they've been put in prime time. They've been put against the Chiefs. We shouldn't have predicted the winner of this game. We should have predicted how many touchdowns Mahomes will throw. Or how many yards he'll throw for, or what the margin of wi- of a victory will be, because this just for me this just smells of Mahomes pissed off, not revenge game because the Giants haven't done anything to him, but the sort of game that 
it's exactly the sort of game that the, the Chiefs have won. You know, it's to send a message, not, isn't not it? Not a great, not a great opponent. A chance to put the record straight, put some points on the board. Nice, comprehensive victory. I, I mean, it's, it's not going to be any, anything else other than a, a, a handsome Chiefs win, is it? No, it's not. That's how, we, that's, that's how we've all gone. We've all gone for a Chiefs victory. So, that, my friend, is this week's predictions. Well, there we go. Done and dusted. Um, I guess that's it. That just brings us to the any other business section. Um, I think I might have covered off everything I had on my list uh, that sat outside of things like the stats and stuff like that. Obviously, we had... Uh, Interesting games and interesting outcomes. Uh, ball stealing, cancer surviving, Buccaneer games, and all and everything in between. Anything from you, sir? I've got nothing else. In that case, I'll say to these lovely people who are either watching or listening, enjoy the games, enjoy the a time difference uh, that one point in time where you can actually just uh, really enjoy that extra hour um, yeah that's it, that's all join us next week when we find out who won this week and talk more NFL football till then it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him see you later people So there you go, what do you think to that? Another week of the season gone, another week to look forward to. Fingers crossed I can get a win this week. We shall see. As I said at the top of the podcast, if you are checking us out, whether it's YouTube, SoundCloud or iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, if you can subscribe, it's amazing. It helps the podcast, it helps the channel. And ultimately, it helps everybody because it means we can bring more fantastic content your way. You can also jump over to our website, thecookiecast.com. Over there, we've got we've got a little website, but it's got everything you need to get in touch with us. Social media links, and there's even an email button. Drop us a line, let us know how you're getting on. And if it's a good one, we'll read it out on air. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.